0: And thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. My name is Clive, and I am not joined by Ricky once again this week. For anyone who was listening last week, you'll know that Ramadan is coming to a close roughly towards the end or the middle of this week. Uh, Timing wasn't right, so you've got myself for another another Adam Cole-style episode, short but exciting. Uh, so I won't keep you too long, I'll just give you some of my thoughts. With regards to Ramadan, I know it's finishing soon. Ricky, shout out to yourself and shout out to the rest of you who are practicing Ramadan, who are staying faithful, staying strong. I hope you have a really good Eid al-Fitr. Apologies for the pronunciation there. And to everyone else, go and take a flying hijib to yourself. That's what I say to you. You may have noticed for anyone who's been waiting by their phone impatiently over the last couple of hours that this episode is dropping a bit late tonight. That is due to uh, a busy start to the week for myself where we had an unexpected visit from the in-laws all the way up from Essex and it was very nice to see them. They came up at the weekend. Don't worry, Covid rules and regulations were properly respected and they remain so. So we had a couple of meetings with them last night uh, and the weekend. So we've been busy. Couldn't do the usual Tuesday night beforehand to carry on. Had a wee brownies session with my middle child. Got some brownies Zoom session on the go. Cooked a millionaire shortcake, caramel shortcake, however you want to call it. So I just want to give a shout out to all the parents of brownies, guides, uh, cubs, Beavers, Rangers. Eh, I can't remember what other, what other fucking girl, girl scouts, the scouts, honor all those peeps that have been doing Zoom sessions for the last year and change. Eh, obviously, it's a bit more intense than just dropping your kid off at the local school hall or local community centre or church hall. It's just shout out to those people who have been busy throughout the weeks, midweek helping out their kids. Do bacon, craft. You are heroes in my eyes because I've been a hero to myself as well. The point of this is... The point of it is that there are other things going on in life. So sometimes a podcast is going to be late. Sometimes my, pod, my podcast playlist is out of date or lagging behind. Sometimes my wrestling playlist is out of date or lagging behind. Because life gets in the way... But it's just a reminder that there are other things out there that affect people. And those should take precedent. Those should take up your, your mind when, as and when they're needed. And I understand that wrestling is an escape for some. But Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ, the internet wrestling community over the last week or so, it's always a shambles. But the last week or so it has been an absolute disaster. If it's not, Taking digs at Christopher Jericho with his landing on the the painted steel carpet. It's something else. It's referees doing cutting epic promos. I have to say, Drake Wertz should be given a job as a manager in NXT or at WWE or somewhere else where he's not having to see. We're not having to see his orange face. But anywhere else but WWE, I'd like to see Drake Wertz as a manager. There's other things more important, but the behaviour of some on the internet, wrestling community, specifically Twitter, has been absolutely awful again this week. Had to go in a bit of a cull. Um, Shout out to previous Twitter wanker of the week, Chris Dees, who's had a shambles of a showing, talking about people being obsessed with him, unblocking, blocking, muting, unmuting, following, unfollowing. Where it came to the point where, okay, you've got some questionable wrestling takes, wrestling opinions. We all do. I'll hold my hands up to that. But when your whole timeline is just dedicated to aiding your dirty washing with ex-hosts, get a grip. I feel sorry for your family if this is how you behave in real life. It's just fucking calm down, people. There's really... I know that tempers are frayed, stress levels are high... Mental health is not doing well. But we're coming out the other end of this coronavirus push and it's starting to look a wee bit better. Up here in Scotland, as of the 17th, we're able to do things a bit more, get to the cinema. Shout out to my wife. Hopefully we'll get a wee date night if there's anyone willing to babysit. Uh, Don't come near us because we're still fear of touching anyone within a two metres distance of us. But it's just, and I saw as well, more more social media goodness with Ta- Tanera Conti's brutal sent-on back-breaking turnbuckle move. It's like, oh, that was a bad one. That really didn't need to have happened. But then you've got people saying, are you, uh, sorry, I didn't know you were a, a medical professional, or I didn't know you were a surgeon or an expert in the field. Just shut up. Look at the move. It's clearly horrendous. Yes, you can get uh, paralysed from a bad scoop slam or a bad powerbomb, but the risk with those is a lot less than doing the moves that Tanara Conti did but just the vitriol and the spew and the bile and the hatred that's been getting on internet, the old internet wrestling community, it just gets worse and worse and worse and there's no sign of it letting up people are still bullied, wrestlers are still bullied people are cancelled, wrestlers are still cancelled, some of them rightfully so but it's just it's no. It's, it should come to no surprise why now and again you'll hardly hear from Ricky and Clive on the old Twitter machine because sometimes I just have to get away from it for a long time. Ignore it. I'll do my um, obligatory retweets, um, likes, quote retweets. I'll come on now and again to say hi to folk, a select group of people. You know who you are, all the Gold Bar fans out there. But it's just sometimes it just comes to head. It's like people need to get people need to get a grip of themselves. Ah, fucking hell. Have more wanks. Take more time away from your phone screens. Watch less wrestling, if that's what's getting you so up in arms about shit. I'm actually taking a bit more wrestling on board um, myself, but with a view of just enjoying it. Uh, I'm really digging Smackdown at the moment. I think the shit that's going on with Roman Reigns is just an absolute wonder to watch. There's, there's something special going on with Roman Reigns just now and the whole Head of the Table story. Uh, I haven't finished the first episode, well, not the first episode, but my first ever episode of MLW Fusion. I saw last week L Jeffy aka Dario Cuerto, his face pop up all over the timelines last Thursday morning, I thought, oh, what? Lucha Underground's back? But no, it's Azteca Underground as part of Major League Wrestling. And I thought, Do you know what? Their show was free on YouTube. Um, it's easy to watch. Are we at Digestible Hour? I've watched a match where um, Gringo Loco was telegraphing moves quicker than... better than Kevin Costner and the Postman. Let's put it that way. Some brutal stuff, but... It was just a break to watch something that's not WWE, and them not really care about WWE, uh, and just getting on with it. No, no cheap digs, no, no um, mustache twirlers or eyebrow razors for the audience. Breaking that fourth wall whenever they can. It's just here's some wrestling. We're in our own wee world, and we enjoy it. So I'm going to, I might keep some tabs on the old MLW, and I'll keep you up to date with what's going on with it. But people just need to relax. They need to step away. Like I honestly, think there's like the fallout from the Chris Jericho stuff with the the padded end, padded the padded fall from the top of the blood and guts cage. People were getting really up in arms about that. It's like calm down. I mean, it's clear to see. It's not. It's not a case. and I can't believe I'm going down this road. But it's not a case of we wanted Jericho to smash his head into the concrete, either. Do what Ricky, the wisest words that Ricky has ever said. Don't do the spot at all or don't paint steel over it because those steel painted carpets, what's the point in that? Because immediately the illusion is broken. The illusion is immediately broken and it takes away from what was probably a decent finish, decent match. But it brings me to my next point of the evening. That point being that I think there's a minor failing on AEW's part that is not being brought into the discourse um, because there are other things. I'm not going to go down that road of the shit tonight or uh, they're doing this the whataboutery that comes with the fandom. This is more of a sort of observation that I've noticed for myself as an outsider looking in and I won't go down the road of Blood and Guts was terrible or other instances Basically, what I'm trying to say is there have been a couple of occasions now where I'm starting to notice a pattern where you have blood and guts. Obviously, a big feud, from what I've gathered. It's a big event. It's, your, it's going back to the war games of old as best as it can. And that's fine. That does deserve the spotlight. That does deserve... I would maybe say that should have been a pay-per-view, but never mind. On a pay-per-view, sorry, but it's on the spotlight. It's main events, a show. And because of the controversy that centered that surrounded the, the botched finish botched finish, whatever you want to call it the controversy that centered around the finish of the Blood and Guts match I could not find anywhere on Reddit even on Reddit parody accounts on Twitter, I had to find out like a couple of days after the fact, now remember this is trying to bring casual eyes to the product on a more permanent matter permanent nature It took me a long time to find out who Kenny Omega's opponents were, or next opponent was the number one contender for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship belt title, strap. And is that a good thing that you want your, your world champion, the belt collector of all people, whatever you think of him, do you want his opponent announcement overshadowed by some controversial or very divisive booking? Or presentation, do you want that to be the case? And that's not just when it comes to uh, negative um, exposure. Because I remember as well that when Sting appeared on AEW for the first time, that very much overshadowed when Kenny Omega beat Dean Dean Bros (laughs) for the AEW title. As far as I'm aware, that was the same night. So for those two things, Kenny Omega's big moments... To happen on uh, on Dynamite, and for them to be overshadowed by either the return of a legend to the wrestling world, or a big finish that was a bit botched and very divisive in nature and opinion. I'd like I'd like people's I'd like you the listeners' opinion on this. Is this an instance of the bigger? What should be the big things in EEW being overshadowed? Is the EEW title overlooked? I felt it certainly was during John Moxley's reign when Cody Rhodes was in charge of the TNT title when he was doing the Open Invitations. That was the big hook when it came to AEW, the TNT Open Invitation. Who who doesn't love an open challenge? It even had me interested for a while when I would check out those episodes more often than not. But my question to you basically is, is the AEW world title being overshadowed by either... More engrossing mid-card stories or titles on more engaging top-tier announcements. So I'd like your, your opinion on that going forward, people. Now, uh, a wee peek under the hood, ladies and janitors. The, um, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do for this week's episode. I knew I would be on my lonesome. By choice, eh, just because of the busy week I was going to have ahead, I knew that it had been only a couple of weeks or so since the last Listener Questions episode, there's not been much content going forward. I will say one thing, eh, this is in terms of new content, listen, I understand the vitriol and the hatred, the the hair-pulling-outery of Eva Marie being back on her screens, In the WWE capacity, but I'll just say one word respectfully. I'm not going to deny it. I know that's what she's there for, and the old sex appeal. I'm a sign that I'm a happy man. Okay, I can't say too much more in case in case someone closer to me listens. But she's a lovely lady, so she is. Um, anyway, it's been too recent for a question and answer. We've got Ricky coming back next week. He usually holds the fort very professionally when it comes to the questions, listener questions episode. I think we might have something special planned for next week anyway. So we're going to wait a wee while with questions. And I thought, what am I going to talk about? I'll talk some shit about the internet wrestling community. Uh, and it actually reminds me, I was reading a story to my daughter tonight from... Fan- epic fantasy author Brandon Sanderson from Alcatraz vs. Evil Librarians and it was actually a quote that I thought summed up the IWC very well. It was talking about people being distractions, distracting uh, I can't remember, the art of distraction where you know you've got a big car to cover up the size of your small house. Remember this is a a, kid's, a PG era book um, but we know if you've got a big car you've got a wee dick, all that stuff But there was a point that said they talk people who talk really loudly to distract yourself and from there having nothing to say. And I thought that summed up the IWC quite well. There's a lot of people who are very like metaphorically loud. They've got a lot to say, but there's not much substance to it. Uh, And if there's ever an opinion that you don't like, if there's people that you're thinking of blocking, you know, your Chris Dizes, your Sidricks of the world. If they've got a lot to say, and they say it often, and just repeat the same things over and over again, it's because they've not got much of worth or value to say. So bear that in mind. People just like the sound of their own digital voice, like myself. I sound a wee bit like, I would say, the James McAvoy, if you want to go down that road. I probably don't. And it's really rich for me to say, in the middle of a solo podcast, people who talk the most, and talk the loudest, Don't have nothing to say. But I think we're on the 201st episode now. I think you've come to that conclusion yourself. And then it dawned on me with regards to some content for tonight. There is a little-known pay-per-view this week. Technically the first ever pay-per-view called WrestleMania Backlash. Quite a mouthful. And I can probably guess as to why it was done. You know, Peacock are on board. They probably saw some spike in subscriptions or traffic to Peacock.tv.com. Due to WrestleMania, so those in charge of the SEOs for any podcaster or columnist out there, they'll know what an SEO is. And uh, just for anyone who's not really in that side of things, SEO is <coughs> search engine optimization. So you want to put some search engine optimi- optimization skills in your <coughs> titles. So when you're doing a podcast, you want to have WWE AEW in the title. So that it comes up well in the search engine optimization. Um excuse me while I cough my my brains out. We saw it last year with the WWE's Greatest Wrestling Match Ever, uh Backlash, funnily enough. No doubt if it, uh, some kid's gonna type in greatest wrestling match ever, the first thing that's gonna pop up now is Edge versus Randolph Keith Orton. So they're doing it again. People are probably still going to search WrestleMania <clears throat> And what's new just round the corner, WrestleMania Backlash. So it's actually, in my opinion, quite a smart move from either Peacock or WWE's Vantage. People are still going to search that. The name is a, sh- a shambles. It's a shiner. it's a shiter, but I know why they're doing it. But when I looked at the card for WrestleMania Backlash, I thought, Right, I know, I know about these matches. See, on paper, you're looking at a pretty decent card. On paper, there's some crackers on there. Let's be, let's be honest. So I'm going to go through them. I'll give you a wee rundown of them. Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Now I have not been watching Raw. Uh, I am under no illusion as to the disdain that many hold for it currently. It's going through a bit of a dip creatively. It's going through a bit of a dip for many reasons. Uh, Braun Strowman being involved in the title picture, I can understand it. you got a win over the, the billionaire boss's son. Uh, he thanked us all at WrestleMania for all the, the work we've put in during Covid, you know, that tireless effort we've all put in. I can understand why he's involved on paper. Again, Braun Strowman loves a, a multi man match. I love a multi man match. Organised chaos. You've got three absolute bru- bruisers in there, three brawlers. It makes a lot of sense to have a match like that on the card. Just meaty men, big meaty men slapping meat. Give us it on a plate. I've not got any idea as to how the how the you know went, but I'm sure when Push comes to shove, quite literally, you're looking at a slap up match there. So I'm looking forward to that one very much. So next up. You've got Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. I like what Bailey's doing. You may have noticed there's um, a bit of mania to her hair now. It's less. She's got the Karen hairdo going strong, but it's getting a bit more frizzy, a bit more out of control. And I think that has possibly Bailey going down the road of I'm getting more out of control without that title around my waist. And I like how she's just been a bit more chaotic, you know, laughing one second and slapping Bailey, slapping Bailey in the face, face the next. It's interesting seeing what Bianca's doing. I am, I am of the fullest confidence that Bailey is going to do her part, the same as Sasha, and putting Bianca over. I'd be quite disappointed if Bianca Bailey lost the title so soon, after a a. Massive milestone in her career and WWE's history and WrestleMania's history, no less as well. So, I'd really like to see Bianca Belair hold that title for a long, long time. So, I would. So, we're going for a wee Belair retention here with the title. The next one, I can't imagine them doing something drastic. Like, I don't see Bianca Belair losing the title. Rhea Ripley, Asuka, Charlotte Flair. That's three big, big names. Rhea Ripley and Asuka now have some history. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair have some history. Charlotte Flair and Asuka certainly have some history. And I will maintain that Charlotte Flair and Asuka is turning into quite the storied rivalry. More so than Charlotte Flair and Becky will be. More so, no, maybe not more so than Sasha and Becky. Sasha and Bailey. But over the years, Asuka and Charlotte Flair have butted heads or linked arms. And it's turning into quite a sweet story. And Charlotte Flair's inclusion, she's looking she's looking fantastic these days, ladies and janitors. Um beautiful. Um she's looking great. And her you people gimmick I I never tire of the you people gimmick because I think us people are wankers, so we deserve all the hate that we get. I, I just I don't see uh I don't see an upset here again. It's weird, it seems like one of those pay-per-views where there's not going to be many title changes, apart from one which I'll get to in a short momento. But it looks, again on paper, we're looking at the first two matches, you're guaranteed some above-average wrestling at the very, very least. At the very least. And with this third match here, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. They've all locked horns many a time now. Um, Ascot and Charlotte have been involved in some t- triple threats that will go down in history as belters, as has Rhea Ripley by default. Remember in your house last year. They're good shit. They're good shit. All three of them, and I think it's going to be a interesting one to watch. I don't know. I can't see. I can't see a full uh, loss for. There's going to be shenanigans. That will be a shenanigan-heavy match, in my opinion. Next up, we've got a lumberjack match with Damian Priest versus The Miz. Now I get the match, I understand why it's happening it makes a world of sense, you know, eh, Damien Priest and them have been at each other's throats for a while now who had to mix the celebrity tag match at WrestleMania with Bad Bunny. And I don't see a problem with the continuation of the feud. I just wish, for God's sake, Florida, stop having Lumberjack matches, stop having Battle Royals, stop brawls, stop all that shit. Because let's be honest, okay, people are getting vaccinated, but not everyone is. are wrestlers considered key workers. I don't know. If they aren't, then why are they all still running about in lumberjack lumber matches? I mean, come on. There's just no safety at all there. I can see another victory for Damien Priest here. Uh, he's been carrying an injury as far as I'm aware. The Miz doesn't need the win. Priest could do with a win in terms of elevating his already impressive Start to the main roster. So all going good for Damian Priestle. The other match. That I think there might be a wee title change. Because it's it's one of those ones. If it's not now it's going to be very soon. Maybe for a, an episode of Smackdown or something. But the Mysterios. At home with the Mysterios coming soon to VH1. On a, a TV player near you. The Mysterios will probably most likely. Take the tag titles from the Dirty Dogs. A.K.A. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Robert Roode, whatever you want to call him who doesn't love a bit of history making more than Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr you know, first ever he loves his first rivers. Um he loves making history with his older talent, as well as his newer talent so I can very much see Ray and Dominic Mysterio walking away with the Smackdown Tag Team Championships once all is said and done on Sunday night in America I've not really like the tag team stuff that's been going on on SmackDown. It's all right. I would much rather personally that the Street Profits were involved in the the tag title scene, specifically the title scene, and Otis Dosovitch and Chad Gable. That's just personal preference. Rather they were in about it in singles competition. I I can imagine this will be a good match. You know that Dolph Ziggler's good for a sell job. Robert Roode's good for like just classic wrestling. And the Mysterios are flippy shit dudes, so I should be alright. The last one though, oh, this has been good shit. This is good shit, pal. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the SmackDown or the Universal Championship main event, most likely. Roman Reigns has got it going on just now. He is untouchable. Like, I, I, there was only a short time where I understood the. Quote unquote, shoving it down her throat, shit with Roman Reigns. After a while, I got over it very quickly because, you know, he was losing a lot of pay per view matches. Uh, he was out the title scene for a long time. But by gum, the Tribal Chief is one of the best characters slash title reign eras I've seen in wrestling, full stop. The new theme music, uh, listen, for anyone who's wondering, that theme music, I can't quite. put my finger on it, but I recognise the the chord progression. Check out Justin Timberlake's Cry Me A River and you'll hear the same chords for the verse. There you go, you heard it here first and foremost. But the the music, it's got that final boss feel to it in a computer game. It's got just the epicness and I think it's it's bizarre because a lot of the new music that we've had since CFO Dollar left has been absolutely shite, like Brutally terrible music, both in NXT as well as WWE main roster. But this tune for Roman Reigns is a screamer and a massive shout out to who all involved in that. The return of Jimmy Uso this week has definitely put a spanner in the works with Jey Uso. Jey Uso, eh, call him out for being a bitch. Being Roman's bitch, I like that. I like the animosity between the pair instead of thinking, right, let's just get them into the tag team title scene so they can get the tag titles and you've got the, the bloodline with all the all-down titles. You don't, you don't need them all, so that's good. I like that. The focus is very much on Roman Reigns. His entrance in the 8K or 4K, whatever it is, that might be helping, but it's just absolutely wondrous. It doesn't do much. It just walks and swaggers very slowly to the ring. But my God. A shout out to Ransom Carl on the the Total Package series on Chairshot Radio. One of their... They're doing a project, a series just now, where they rank wrestlers, current roster wrestlers, out of a certain criteria, and presence is one of them. Now, Roman Reigns' presence is just sky high. He has the best presence going right now, and all he does is just stand... And walk down the ring, and he's he has the big dog. He's the big he is the big daddy. He's the best thing going in WWE just now. I can't put into words how wild I am just by seeing him walk to the ring. His quiet cadence, his quiet timber, um, laughing during the, 20, the ten bell salute for Daniel Bryan. Oh, he's magical, and he's wrestling. He's just he's got that brawler style that I really enjoy. The ugly brawl that I really really like in matches these days, which is my preference. It's just he has he has the total package just now. And he's doing wonders online still for charities, um, sponsors. He has the total package. Shout out to Cesaro. Obviously someone who's been a fond favourite of the internet for a long time. People have been desperate for him to get the world title. It's a shame that it's not going to happen this week, this weekend, people. Uh, and while Roman Reigns is the champion and Cesaro is on the same te- tele-show, it's not going to happen for a long time. Having said that, I'm really enjoying the interlocking of Cesaro, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and Jay and Jimmy Uso. I just like that Seth Rollins has done the hard work. He's he's had the the better... the What was that stable called again? The greater good... Uh, the stuff with Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, then Buddy Murphy, Rey Mysterio, then Cesaro. I think Cesaro, uh, Seth Rollins has done a wonderful job on Smackdown the last wee while. And what better way to repay, reward someone from doing the job for many a wrestler over the year, literally a year or so, than get him involved in the title scene. I've got no qualms with that at all. People have been clamouring to see Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins again since, especially since some new character incarnations. Uh, something is a foot between the two thirds of the shield, very much so, and it's very exciting to see uh, Cesaro. He does deserve it. Uh, he's he's a workhorse, I I, I would imagine. See, although you've had wrestlers over the years that have been off TV for a long time and people say they deserve better, people are saying Cesaro deserves better and he is on telly a lot, whether it's in tag teams or stables or singles um, ventures. Whoever has the the attention span and will to do so, I ask you to go and check out whatever website you can find and look how many times Cesaro has been on TV. I guarantee you it's a Hell of a lot more than many, many, many of the wrestlers. Cesaro might be even quite high up there, even in some of the commentators. So, uh, temporary are the commentator lineups, commentary lineups. So, like I've seen there, someone needs to be rewarded. Cesaro's he's getting the push on the back by someone, whoever it is. He's looking strong just now. Obviously, he's not got the the character game, he's not got the promo game, but he's he's never been he's never been shy and admitting that. He said so himself during one of the early twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen drafts. It's like the only language I know is the language of wrestling. And I think his language of wrestling does transcend because I don't know many people who think Cesaro's shit or they don't care for Cesaro. He's always a joy to watch and he he wrestles at a pace unlike few others. Roman Reigns wrestles are very methodical Slow, deliberate pace. So I think that mi- ma- br- 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 that um, mash of style. Oh, I can't speak. That mesh of styles is going to be interesting to see because Cesaro a powerhouse as well as a fast bastard. How is Roman Reigns going to do that? And as he go, like you've got to take into account as well. Jey Uso will no doubt try and help Roman Reigns, but will Jimmy allow that to happen? Will Roman will uh, Cesaro be? You may notice that Seth Rollins doesn't have a match. Is he going to play a part in Cesaro's downfall on Sunday? Time will tell. But, and I have to be honest, I'm actually not up to date on NXT this week. The the Tuesday nights don't actually help me at all, people. So, NXT on uh, USA, NBC, ABCDE. Change it back to Wednesday nights, please. It makes life a lot better for me. And it means I can I don't need to worry about avoiding spoilers for upwards of 36 hours. So fucking put it back to Wednesday. Thank you very much. Thank you. But that'll be the match of the night. Whether by story or performance or both or a mixture of all, Roman Reigns and Cesaro is the big deal going into WrestleMania Backlash. I can't wait to see what that match entails holds. I can't wait to see, can't wait to see the fallout of it all. I just can't wait to see Roman Reigns on the screen again. It's fucking marvellous. Um, an underrated tweet from myself is that the Tribal Chief Era should be taught in film school and acting class because he's he's, he's doing blow away stuff just now. It's staggering, absolutely staggering. Anyway, I've kept you for long enough. I said earlier this was going to be a shorty, a nice wee Adam Cole number. I think I've covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Um, I, hope it's, I hope I've not droned on too much. I like to keep things as anim- animated as possible. And like I said, we're hoping for the return of Ramadan Ricky next week with maybe a special guest, with maybe a special subject. You do not know. And so far, neither do we. It's still to be set in stone. Uh, speaking of set it in stone, shout out to Badlands Crew, Paul Tolly and Max Cutway. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, speaking of plugs This has been The Ricket and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network where you can and hold on a minute. I forgot. There's one thing I want to say WWE Network Get your shit together. I can almost accept that the NXT is not on the network over here the morning after. That's fine, I get you've got TV networks, fine. But from what I've heard, Ricochet and Mustafa Ali are putting on a clinic and a half of a story and matches on main event. Get the fucking main event on the network early doors. Don't be dicks, get it done and hurry up about it as well. So, back to the plug. This has been the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, where you can find other shows, such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Style, Grown Men Watch This Shit, Great Match Generator, Grave Consequences, 8-Bit Suplex Wrestling Podcast, and All Things Elite. Um, Head over to the podcast app of your choice, preferably Apple Podcasts, because that's better for your algorithms and stuff like that and give us a nice five-star review. That'll help us climb the charts and reach more eyes and subsequent ears. Head over to socialsuplex.com. You can get the podcasts there, you can get the columns that were right there, and you can get them sent all directly to your email inbox by pressing the pretty subscribe button. On the show notes for this episode on your pod app, you will see hyperlinks. Those hyperlinks take you to either the Pro Wrestling Tees social suplex page, where you can find some lovely t-shirts from our crew. It also takes you to a donation page, where you can either donate to me, not Ricky, because he's not here, me, or the rest of the social suplex guys. Again, not Ricky. Um, We are at the Squared Circle. We are part of the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group, and we are at Ricky and Clive on Twitter, where people are going to start getting called out for their bullshit, and I won't reply or retort I'll just say one sentence and I'll say get it round you I'll just say get <laughs> I might just start saying to people get it round you, and that's it uh, see if I can get it trending ladies and gentlemen, thank you if you've made it this far, for listening to my monologue speak to you next week enjoy WrestleMania Backlash enjoy At time of uh, recording, enjoy Dynamite. I will enjoy some MLW over the next day or so. And you enjoy yourselves, first and foremost. Enjoy yourselves. Good night. Eid al-Fitra. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see see you next time.